This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. It's National Aboriginal Day in Canada, and there have been all kinds of special events all around the country to mark the occasion. Reconciliation with our Indigenous peoples is also a key theme for our sesquicentennial, our 150th birthday, which we will mark in just over a week. And while I think that all of this has highlighted all the issues, many Aboriginals want nothing to do with it. So are we on the road to reconciliation? Are we doing enough? And uh, what do people think of these events? I'm here with Kat Krieger, who is a traditional Indigenous elder. Welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Are you doing anything to mark this day? So this day, the sunrise was beautiful. I don't know if you were up this morning. It was a little rain. We were up near Brampton, so there was uh, um, some variations in weather, but it was a still beautiful start to the day. And I think worldwide, if you uh, Google solstice right away, you'll see everything from Stonehenge to uh, various belief systems celebrating, which I think was worldwide at one point. Uh, at some point, almost every culture celebrated the, the uh, solstice, the twice-a-year solstice. So for myself, it's, uh, there is a, a planned ceremony for later on that I'm going to lead. There'll be a pipe ceremony, which is using the traditional long uh, prayer pipes that we use in ceremony. And also a chance to relax, just a chance to reconnect with the idea that uh, the, it's a special day. It's a very special day. It's a beginning day, beginning of a new um, uh, cycle in our, our, our world. But you're celebrating the solstice, but not. But how does the fact that it's National Aboriginal Day or was deemed that is? What do you make of that? So yes, and uh, funny, I noticed my my calendar app it popped up as National Aboriginal Day. I thought, well, that's neat. Even my my cell phone even knows what day it is. <laughs> that uh, even if you don't. <laughs> yes. So it, it pops up that way, of course, and I, I think it's really. When a name is applied to something and that, that name becomes social media and, and mainstream media, et cetera, then it brings attention to something. And when we can bring attention or focus to something, then we have a better understanding. So for me, that, that, that idea of it being uh, recognized with a name, it's been uh, uh, nationalized in a sense, that brings a lot of focus into the idea that uh, a deeper understanding of what another culture is doing and those cultures that it may not know of or may not understand it's now brought focus to that. So I, I, I like that idea that in, in, the, in the concept of reconciliation, it's, it's starting to build a relationship. I firmly believe that to build a relationship, you have to know about each other. Uh, the Prime Minister said he's going to change the name of the day, and I, I just want to make sure I have it straight to National Indigenous uh, something or other day as opposed to National Aboriginal Day. Um, what would be the point of that? Well, the, there's been, over the years, of course, there's been a variety of names applied to us. Yeah. Uh, some of them not so nice, those we know. Some of them not so nice, yes. And I think uh, Christopher 
uh, his last name, Columbus, Christopher Columbus, decided we were Indians. And that stuck for quite a while. And I, I always joke in that day and age when you are sponsored by royalty um, to fulfill a task, his was to find India or to find a, um, a different route to uh, trade routes. He made a slight navigation error. <laughs> yeah. And I think in those days to go back and tell the queen that you spent a lot of money and you were on the wrong side of the planet might have got you beheaded. So there was the in- insistence that we were still Indians. Of course, that changed. We were American Indians. We were American Indians. We were natives. We were First Nations. And we still are all those things in a sense. But the identifiers, I guess, need to change. And indigenous has become the more recent one. I think the United Nations in 2007 uh, wrote a declaration on the rights of indigenous peoples. So there's, there's a connectivity to the world. Uh, but also an individualization of who and what we are on this particular land where we're standing. So I, I, I joke sometimes they have to wait till the letterhead is all <laughs> used up, and then they'll change the name. And so do you, do you think that's a good idea, changing the name? I personally like the phrase indigenous, the, the term indigenous. It gives me connectivity to the land. It has a, a component that says, here I am, and this is where I've always been. There's there's something really neat happening uh, on social media that Google Maps is apparently now has now added a feature where when you look something up and uh, it's in Etobicoke, it'll also have a little note. This is the traditional territory of whosoever traditional territory it, it is. Yeah, that that acknowledgement of where we are and who we are, I guess, and the. You know, one of the things I do at the university, we're working on a, a, another course that we're, I'm co-teaching in, and that's uh, Indigenous Place and Space. I, I like that name because it has many connections for me. Um, but it connects people to the land, and, and when we, we do that, part of the emphasis on that is to also teach the students that they have connection to land somewhere, wherever their DNA originates from. And also, the, um, you know, if they're international students now here in Canada, in, at the university in particular, um, with us, that is, that they also have connection to this land and the responsibilities and the privileges that go along with that. So it's a, um, it has a broadband recognition for me in that sense. Is it meaningful? If you, we've seen uh, more and more politicians, when they're at an event, they acknowledge uh, whichever traditional land they're on and... Uh, as someone who's not Indigenous watching it, it, it sometimes it, it seems kind of, um, you know, they're just saying that doesn't seem meaningful, you know what I mean? It just yeah. seems like the politically correct thing to do, but is, is, it, is it meaningful for you and does it matter if what the motivation might be? For me, it's definitely meaningful. It, it does mean something to me and... and um, Stepping aside of the motivation for a second, most of the people um, that I know that have actually come to me, and and some of them politicians, MPs, uh, professors, uh, community members, um, people from different organizations or companies, anybody that's come and asked me has had a truly heartfelt concern about what they say and what it means. And I'll spend the time with them to, to explain the best I can that it is not only about recognizing who you're original hosts were, but what is your connection to this land? So it's, uh, uh, again, another concept of building relationships, but also recognizing you're somewhere. If I so much as go visit somebody in their house, I recognize who the host is and thank them. And at the end of the day, I'll thank them, or at the end of the evening or end of the event. Um, you know, I'll thank the organization, the location, the people, but also to recognize at the start that this, 
land originally was uh, indigenous land. If I go to Germany, I would I would do the same thing. I would recognize the people there and thank them. So I expect that same back. Okay, uh, let's take a call from Sandra in Toronto. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Libby. You're on the air. We're listening. Uh, great. Actually, uh, you had posed a question to your guest earlier whether or not he wanted to celebrate the, the National Aboriginal Day. I, myself, uh, I absolutely intend to uh, celebrate it. Uh, mm. Not Aboriginal so much, but National Indigenous Day. My preference is the... Uh, label indigenous okay i'm just i have the correct thanks dave for the correct uh new name will be national indigenous people's day right that's actually the the word indigenous has been around for a long time yes just recently that mainstream media has caught on to it and actually my point also libby was was the power of the word of words of language i mean as you know you know um definitions are fluid words uh are fluid uh, in the beginning of your, your broadcast there, you did mention our Aboriginal peoples, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I find that uh, quite offensive. I take umbrage with it. I mean, I don't go around saying our gay people are going to have a uh, parade, for instance. It, that's, uh, the, the word our just means a possessive. It's a possessive uh, pronoun. Oh, okay. So, I'm I'm sorry. No offense was intended, but yeah. I take your point. But you know what, Libby? I really appreciate that you're really open-minded to hear some of these things that, that are still going on. And yes, we do have a long ways to go with the truth and reconciliation calls to action. There are 96 of them. And with our, I, I don't know if I'm quite in your generation, but the younger generation nowadays, my son's generation, um, they are so open-minded. Um, they are so into what exactly the Indian, indigenous people, the Métis, Inuit, and First Nation people contributed to the Commonwealth. I mean, I, I just love this younger generation. I mean, they go around following, you know, hip-hop groups like A Tribe Called Red. I mean, there is the Inuit singer. I think her name is Tanya Takert. Um, but, Tagak. But, yeah, the younger Tanya generation. Tanya Tagak. Just, yeah. She's just, mm. they're, they're, they're wonderful. She's not hip-hop. Yeah, well, they're wonderful. I mean, like, even in college. I recently returned to college a couple, I returned a few years ago. But but the uh, class, like the uh, my schoolmates there were younger than I was, and they were so inclusive, and they knew so much more about our culture and our contributions to Canada. So I think, you know, the, the word our, the, the possessive form of that, that really rubs some people the wrong way. But, I, you know, I'm so grateful that you were open enough to, to listen to my explanation of it. Okay. But I definitely will be celebrating National Indigenous Day. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much, Sandra. Thank you, Libby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Kat, would you like to respond to that? Yeah. So. Uh, I, 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 too, have a habit sometimes using the word our. Um, I'll talk about our students when I'm in conversation with uh, some of the faculty, or and it's it's not a uh, intended as a possessive on my part, definitely not. I guess you have to be careful who you refer to as our. Yes, yes, I uh, and uh, I take that point. Mm. And the uh, and and yes, a, a lot of celebrating I do is is within inside that that kind of. Uh, feeling about a certain day or that special uh, feeling one gets, uh, whether it's a birthday or, in this case, the Indigenous Peoples... Uh, national Indigenous Peoples Day. National Indigenous Peoples Day. And that word national has uh, snuck in there a little bit. It's great. Oh, it refers oh. to a whole nation. 
So I'm sure that will be controversial at some point. Well, well, yes, that's that's the whole other question. Um, you know, mm-hmm. national means Canada. So, and uh, within my student groups, when we're talking, the I know I brought up the phrase one time exactly like Sandra said was uh, our contributions to Canada, and and spent a, a good twenty minutes listening to uh, you know different students, some of whom were Indigenous, and their ideas of whether or not they were contributing to Canada, or it was just part of who and what they were. That was uh, has become part of this this nation. I say carefully. Okay, um, we have to take a quick break, and uh, we'll delve into that yeah. when we are right back, talking about National Indigenous Peoples Day. Back after this, you're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with Kat Krigger, who is a traditional Indigenous elder. We are talking about National Indigenous Peoples Day, which is the new name or the new name to come for National Aboriginal Day, which is today. And uh, reconciliation with our Indigenous peoples is a key theme of Canada 150. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of Indigenous people who want nothing to do with it. Kat? Yeah, and I I was, um, we were chatting about this briefly. I have this uh, mindset of moving forward. I have this mindset of reconstructing um, relationships. And a lot of my work is is counseling, so I can't help but look forward to something better. That's that's uh, uh, a desire I have, and and the one fiftieth, you know, this at this point, the recognition of Indigenous people, the uh, TRC that's come out with its calls to action. It's ninety four. Truth calls. and Reconciliation Commission. Thank you. Yeah, and I think there's ninety four calls to action. Um, a lot of that template can be put anywhere on this planet, uh, fit over almost any. Um, uh, oppressed peoples, and it's it's a recognition that we can move forward. So here's here's a day where Canada is celebrating a birthday, and has uh, I, I'm sure the right to celebrate that, and maybe it's a time to recognize and, and along with that look at how we can move forward. What can we do? What can we celebrate? What's getting better? And certainly from when I was a child to now, I, you know, I was in Central Manitoba in the early '60s. There's a huge difference in how we're treated. Yes, there's of course there's more work to be done. But here's here's a chance to look back, but also to look forward. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I I don't know for a fact, but I think Indigenous people might be treated better here than in a lot of places in Manitoba. Yes, I, I think so. I made the mistake of not the mistake. I was visiting a small town where I grew up a couple of years ago as a much older person in a nice car and well dressed and. Um, not everybody there. Most of the people there were quite friendly, but did experience some outright racism, um, almost threatened just, just for being where I was and, and being who I am. Wow. That's like uh, uh, I have some uh, friends who are people of color, and they used to refer to the offense of driving while black. Yes. Yeah, so um, mm-hmm. racism still exists in our society, unfortunately, but we are... Uh, tackling it, uh, do you um, are you going to celebrate Canada 150? How do you see yourself as Canadian, fundamentally Canadian? So I, I mentioned earlier in our, our conversation off mic that I am also German English. My mom is German English. My father's you know status. My father was uh, he's passed away. Status card carrying Cayugan, 
And so I have those DNAs mixed. And I always like to honor not just indigenous blood, but also those other uh, DNA lines that run through me. So for me, this celebration has three components almost. Uh, the fact that I am here because people immigrated a long time ago. The fact that I'm here because I had indigenous ancestors. That for me, um, I like the idea of people coming together joyously to celebrate a milestone. And a milestone is how far we've come. Um, and there's always rocks on those roads and how far we can go. So for me, it's a celebration of looking forward. For me, it's a celebration of a new start. And also it's solstice. So it's, it's a worldwide celebration. Well, that's today, but next week. Next week, yeah. I Canada it. 150. I mean, is this something that touches you deeply? And I will be uh, speaking at a number of events next week. And I will. Um, what touches me deeply is the idea that we can come together. People are looking forward, that there is a large understanding that we are here and that we are being recognized. Whether or not the, the acknowledgments of the land seem to come across, it is happening. That inclusion is there. The TRC, Truth and Reconciliation, is there. But I'm hopeful. <laughs> yeah, okay, but what, I, what I'm not hearing in you, and we only have oh, about a minute or so left, is this sort of deep happiness about being Canadian. Yeah, and uh, I know on my passport it says I'm Canadian. I've always had sort of trouble identifying with that, uh, and I'm not sure. And I haven't in my own mind formulated a firm idea of what it is to be Canadian. And that's something in my older years, having traveled the world when I was younger quite a bit, that I am focusing on. So maybe for this, this is attending these events, speaking at them, actually being honored in a sense by um, the people who are coming there, that uh, I can pick up on this. This is, this is something I can add to who and what I am. Okay. Um, I, we have a few seconds left. What would you like to leave us with? What would I like to leave you with? That this is, and when I talk with some of my uh, international students in the different communities that I work in, that people come here with hope. People have come here from distant lands. They're hoping for better education. They're looking for better employment. They're giving their families an opportunity to move forward. Um, that my, my thoughts on that is for them to definitely celebrate this this is a land of opportunity and i for one want to um, help facilitate that as best i can okay cat krigger traditional indigenous elder thanks so much for being with us and uh, to you and everybody else happy national indigenous people's day miigwech you're listening to an exclusive podcast of fight back on zoomer radio heard weekdays from noon to one You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.